Hey everybody, this is Mikey. So just tuning in here before the episode starts to let everybody know that at the beginning of the episode you're going to hear some clips about podcasting 101 and some mistakes that I made. I was full of mistakes today, so not only the one that you're going to hear in just a minute or two, but also at the very beginning of the episode we were all set up with our microphones and I forgot to push one simple button that enables all the recording to happen through the microphones and our fancy little soundboard here. And instead, we picked up the whole conversation just via the internal microphone of the laptop that we're using. So it's not going to sound as crisp or clean, but it's still some awesome conversation. You can still hear all of us, and we apologize for the technical mishap. So enjoy the episode. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Middle life podcast nailed it. I really like how we all had to stop. <laughs> I know I was thinking about that too. We are not professionals. To the Middle Life Podcast, Season Two, Episode Two. Uh, I'm Maggie. I'm Mikey. And I'm Jamie. Bringing you the uh, brain, the beauty, and the bronze, which, which is all Maggie and Jamie and I for two. <laughs> so I thought you were saying I was beautiful. Mm. <laughs> you are. So I am the brawn of the group, though. You are. Maggie's the only one of us, I think, that's I'm currently lying. working out. Actually. <laughs> So that would actually be a like yeah, a but really Jamie has the shoulders. I He's got the wide shoulders. I lifted something decently heavy today. Did you? Yeah, really good. And well, and you've you've probably held the most jobs of must be able to lift like fifty pounds or more, right? Yeah, I'm working stock. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, good, yeah. good. Mm. You, uh, <laughs> we need an ox. Let's get Jamie. <laughs> so, but no, really, Maggie, you're starting to look really super swole. Show these off to Jamie. Show them. Oh. I mean, oh, it's getting there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, put him away. Wow. I know. That's scary. I know. I'm still a beginner. I'm, I'm actually pretty, I was to say, you don't have to live with her. I'm scared in my own home. Her testosterone level has like hit the roof and uh, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. She spoons me at night. I don't mm. spoon her anymore. I don't spoon anybody. <laughs> You're the little spoon tonight. Only people that she wants to spoon. <laughs> Anyways, well... <laughs> Think I'm a loser for coming home to Starla at night? <laughs> that would make me Starla in this situation. <laughs> oh, no. Well, today's today's episode is uh, unofficially sponsored by YooHoo and Balls. Yeah. Um, which we'll get into a little bit more today, but two uh, classic beverages mm-hmm. from uh, from our past. Sobe is also Sobe's here. Sobe's also yes. here, but it didn't sound as good as pairing YooHoo and Balls together. I understand. So. <laughs> also, the YooHoo says shake it. Mm. If you put them two together. Shake it, oh. Yoohoo balls. Shake it, balls. Wow, and now we have digressed far we below have. the middle life and into our mm-hmm. teenage years. Moving so. right along. I will tell you guys, I, I learned this, 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 like this just in. This happened immediately right before we started <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> there it is. So, do not, and you should not, and one-on-one to podcasting, if anybody wants to get in this, is don't make your notes for podcasting on your work computer. And here's why. I have notes 
that I that that I did do on my work computer. I went into the bedroom right before we started, so I could print them off. Like, do you mean like you had the notes like within your computer, yes, or yes, they so, were sitting so, on top of your? No, laptop? no, no. So I wrote them on on my work computer okay, on on the the software on my work. Please computer, tell me right? there's a sheet of paper at your work so, printer right now that this has balls on it. So <laughs> yes. So my notes, uh, I clicked print. And it was automatically connected to a Wi-Fi printer at my work. So there is a print tray in my oh, work right no. now that has notes that include notes about um, oh, pooping no. and oh, um, no. some other things. There is nothing that links it back to, to me, but it does say Maggie and Jamie on it. So. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah. So I, I did that whole moment where as soon as you click the button, you realize no. it said that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like scrambling to get down to the bottom right hand corner to somehow delete or maybe cancel the printing. Maybe if I smash printing. my laptop right now, what would happen? <laughs> Seriously. I actually, believe it or not, I thought like, maybe I can unplug it, but it's not, it's battery operated. So it's yeah. like, uh, and I just imagine the printer at my work firing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, well, like, and then gonna you're going to realize that like you printed off a hundred copies of it and there's going to be a whole meeting at work to, like yeah. on Monday about like, I'm, we really should conserve paper I'm expecting it to be like tacked up on some public tack board space of like, <laughs> you left this in the printer. <laughs> so anyways, podcasting 101. Don't do it. Don't do that. So anyways, yeah. but since I mentioned that there was poop on the list, one thing I did want to bring up and I wanted to talk about. So public bathroom etiquette mm-hmm. and this is just some observations i've had I, I use the bathroom every day at work they're public multiple stall bathrooms and a couple of things i've noticed from most people that you don't do in a public bathroom like i want your guys' take on this and also feel free to add to it please mm-hmm. one you don't make eye contact with people when you're in the bathroom, so let's say let's say let's say you're on your way, you're, you're passing them to go into the stall that they just came yeah, out you're of. Yeah, like ships in you, the night. You, you both, you both like very very shamefully look at the floor mm-hmm. as you're passing, crossing crossing paths. Uh, don't don't smile at people in the bathroom. Yeah. Why is that? And we'll talk about it. And why are you questioning that? Is what I, I want to know. Well, yeah. maybe it's maybe it's a guy's restroom versus I, a girl's restroom. And and definitely don't fire up a conversation with somebody in the bathroom. These are these are the three main things that, that are you I've talking about, about while you're in the stall? Um, I think just in general. So I've had this happen before, and I've also done it myself, especially at work, where it's like I see someone that I sent an email to earlier that day or something like that, and I've been waiting for a response from them, and well, so, so I'll see them in the bathroom. The TPS yeah, yeah, or I've had it happen to me. So. So let's go ahead and follow up our meeting in the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, there's someone sitting in a stall over there pooping. And we're talking about, you know, system changes and downtimes and whatever. Yeah, and accounting. Oh, my gosh. I'll, yeah, well, no. Anyway. But <laughs> but it's just not it's, – it's, it's not a meeting space. It's not a good conversation space. And I personally, especially with a public bathroom – at home, I want to be in the bathroom as long as possible because it's it's like our private getaway time, right, Meg? Yeah, it's a special time. Yeah, it's a special time. But but in a public bathroom, it's like get in, get out. Yeah, yeah. So so do you do you agree? Yeah, for yeah. the most part. I've, I mean, I've, I've definitely I I've, I know that I've killed time in the work bathroom <laughs> before. Um, Jamie's not, in his other office. Not currently for the people who I'm work with who might hear this. Yes. But I've always thought that I've spent a, a pretty long time in the bathroom usually because, again, it's it's almost like a break, right? You, mm-hmm. you go in there and you can hang out for a little bit. And I'm amazed time after time after time uh, how many people spend longer than me in, in the bathroom. We're talking 15, 20 minutes. You're a marathon sitting in there. Well, yeah, but even even so, they're in there longer. And you get to know some people's shoes too. 
Pretty, uh-huh. pretty interesting. Oh, I've seen these shoes before. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, he's yeah. usually in here about the same time. That Squeaky John next. Yeah, to we me. must have both had coffee at the exact <laughs> yeah, same time. Probably. So, anyway, but Maggie, you had said though, smiling at people. So, is there a lot of smiling that happens in the women's bathroom? Well, I think because I picture when you when you mentioned that, I pictured like we're all standing in line waiting for a stall, and so you're just like. So like, you're just like, like awkwardly smiling. Just a at nice people? like little like. Thank you. You know, got you know. Excuse me, kind of a thing. Like, I mean, you just, not... you just wait. You were gonna say, I hope something. What what hopeful thoughts are you giving? Just... Who me? And you're like, I, I hope. hope. Yeah, you did. You, oh, you're... maybe it was maybe like, I hope you have a good day or something. <laughs> or like, I, oh, I, I hope you I mean, I've never soon. said that. That's but... actually one of the things though that I that I love being about a male. Maybe Jamie, you can relate to this. We, I, it's like there's always usually a gigantic line for the women's bathroom, and the guys' bathroom is kind of like, okay, we'll just. Head it just depends yeah. on where you are, like. The movie theater, yeah, there's a line. At the yeah. mall, there's probably a line. Like, airport, there's a line. Like, there's always a line. Oh, always at basketball games, too. Yeah, basketball Always a games. line. I'm, I'm very thankful. So, And the other thing um, <clears throat> that I'm curious about, and this happens, this is maybe a little bit more personal. If you are in a public bathroom, and for a guy, if you're using a stall, generally, you're only doing one thing in there, right? So, pooping, just to make that clear. Anyway, uh, in a stall, and someone's next to you, and you both flush and finish up at the same time do you exit at the same time yeah if if, if at a no. work setting or do you wait i wait for that person to leave and then you go i wait i wait to wash your hands yeah yeah you why is that weird because you're right you're right next to each other yeah. you're going to come out at the exact same time yeah. and be like blocking each other and, and you necessarily don't really want to see who it is because usually while they're doing that, there's noises happening, there's things yeah, you're happening. you're confronting the shame in which has happened in your personal cubicle. Yeah, and it's literally when you're in a, when you're in a stall, it's like that's like the bubble space. Yeah. You're like within someone else's bubble. Are you saying like if, if this scenario is like I am just with one other person in the bathroom, like no, just it's the two of us, any amount of people? No, no, like I don't even think about that. Like I'm gonna walk out. You've just been like plopping dubstep right next to someone yeah. on the toilet, and then you're just gonna confront them within like four inches of each other coming out yeah. the doors. Yeah, but women's bathrooms are probably we just don't care about that there's, stuff. There's a lot of like noises and nasty that happens in guys' bathrooms. I bet women's bathrooms are squeaky clean, right? No. No. Really? No. They, in fact, I think I've heard from most people say that yeah. women's restrooms are actually more foul. No, but I mean, but I mean, like, like, do you sit down next to a sit down next to another woman and she is just having a tough time taking care of business and all the noises and all the other stuff? Does that happen? I don't know if that's if that's I've I've heard that happen. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. We don't. We just get it done and we get out. James got some first person experience. Well, no, I will say, like, my first job ever was being a cart boy at Fred Meyer. And one of my jobs, I had to clean the women's restroom and the boys' restroom. The women's restroom, by far, is the worst okay. situation. Ever. You never want to open the, that little metal box that's next to the no, toilet. No, and oh, and the yeah, toilets no. in the women's bathroom always overflow. It's awful. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know. Eat your fiber, ladies. Yeah. Eat your fiber. Eat your fiber. <laughs> um, all right, we've probably spent enough time talking about bathroom, bathroom. and bodily functions. That is one thing probably to expect though on this podcast. We are not, we talk. do not shy away from, from potty talk and bodily function yeah. talk. As a matter of fact, we'll we're going to Because we're real people. Right. Actually, when people get to know us, uh, for Maggie and I first, one of the, one of the first things that people get to understand is usually for some reason, whenever we have company over and Jamie can attest to this at every single meal time, somehow, especially Maggie ends up bringing some time. sort of bathroom or poop thing into the meal time. And it specifically happens at 
meal because time. that's where we gather and that's where we have the best conversation it's how we <laughs> weed time. out it's how we weed out people in our lives though like if but it's friends true come over yes and they can't handle the duty talk while they're like, eating it's, a, it's like a, go. it's like an unspoken test yeah you know what i'm saying like, that's fair that's that's it yeah it's an unspoken test. i really do appreciate it about you though honey is that you are able to just let it fly i have no shame that's good i, I know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's well ingrained so well, hmm. we want to move on. Yeah, All so right. I think we've got another segment. Um, I know that this isn't this is one of like your old transitions that I'm. That's right. Up. But anyway, I think we have another segment. Speaking of segments, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So one of the missions that we gave each other today was to write letters to our exes. Um, this is something that we had talked about for the past couple of days, and we just kind of today we're like, let's just do it. I think it'll be fun. Um, so our letters are all kind of like based upon, I'm sorry, thank you for, things I learned, things I learned, thing that I kind of put into mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think I also have some, just some general questions to ask just about really, so we can do that after we read the letters if you want to. And then we can also ask each other questions about those experiences and however much we want to divulge, we can divulge. Yeah. We'll just kind of see what happens. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Cool. So, who wants to go first? I feel like I feel like Jamie should go first. All right. Since he brought up the topic. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is gonna be deep. Gonna be deep. I, I do. Do you think we're gonna learn something new about you today? Um. We've known you for a no, long time. No, I don't think you're gonna learn anything has, new about. Has, has there Maggie, might be like or uh, insignificant things you might okay. learn. But well, yeah. So has Maggie known you through all of these relationships you're gonna mention today? No. Okay, cool. Probably most of them, though, huh? Most of them. Yeah, most yeah. of them. And I'm only going over probably, like, three or maybe four. Yeah. Yeah, I have three. So, cool. Yeah. I also have three. Oh, wait. Uh, let's go ahead, and we have some some uh, emotional piano music to cue up so mm-hmm. that we can make this a real, a real thing. It's yes. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. <laughs> hey. Sorry. This is Jamie's time. <laughs> Don't take this from him. Dear ex, thank you for that mixtape that you fondly that I fondly remember every time I hear Jars of Jupiter. I'm sorry for dumping you via note. I was 14 and stupid. <laughs> Dear ex, thank you for trying to make something work that was never supposed to. Over and over again. Thank you for subsequently dating someone uglier than myself. (laughs) Dear ex, thank you for the time you invested in me. For teaching me that trying to control a relationship is not a way to save it. Thank you for introducing me to my artistic side, and I forgive you for not supporting it. I can't blame you. Thank you for your part in teaching me how to treat a woman, how to love. I'm sorry for not being graceful in loss. Dear ex, lastly, I thank you for my wife. Without the time and sacrifice you put in, I wouldn't be where I am. Thank you. That was solid. That was solid, Jamie. And I meant Wow. <clears throat> Man, okay. I may have misprepared for this. I didn't. I, I didn't. That I didn't, was more like mine was more like I, serious. I did. Well, no. I mean, I didn't. I didn't write it more like in that 
directly of a of a letter format. I don't know that was really good, Jamie. Like you, this was so good. We, we let off really, <laughs> really strong there. So yeah, uh, that's gonna be a tough it's act to follow. Right. It's all right. Hey. We'll do we'll do a uh, we'll do a gender <laughs> gender sandwich. <laughs> We're gonna let Maggie go next. But <laughs> welcome to the Life Podcast. Gender sandwich edition. brought to you by Yuhu and Balls. Oh, shake it. All right. All right. So, oh, wow. I I was just so thoroughly entertained by yours that I don't remember anything that you said Uh other than it was really super funny. So, okay. So, duration or or I would say like age age of of life for these, uh, we'll break it down just kind of briefly on that. Yeah. So, they were all, I mean, the first one, I kind of went within chronological order. There were kind of probably three relationships smushed into that, all from... 14 through uh, 20 would be the last Okay. One. And just, just just so people have a point of reference, do you remember exactly how old were you when you started dating Danielle? Just so they kind of understand. Um, when I started dating Danielle, I was, let's see, 25? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. And which which makes sense because as far as I, as long as I know, have known you for, you didn't really have a, what I would call a serious relationship between 20 and 25. Yeah, so like the times between 20 and 25 were more like dating and yeah. stuff like that. Um, we, it took me I, a long time to like officially settle down sure. in any fashion. Well, Maggie and I know because because we didn't ever meet any of the girls that you dated from 20 to 25. Like I have mm-hmm. no idea that they... You may not have ever actually <laughs> dated anybody and just been making it up That's to, true. to put it on a cool front. Maybe a ruse. So I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So but let's, 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 let's go back. Go ahead. So between 14 and 20 yeah. ages, um, as far as like what was the longest duration of one of those relationships? Uh, three years. I believe three years. From okay. 17 to 20. Was was the longest wow. one, and then that was, so that was a pretty pretty committed one then. Yeah, and okay. then I mean honestly, like a lot of my a lot of my relationships, basically, I mean, I I added relationships like my first real one. Yeah. Um, my my the second one was kind of the like first real high school like probably about a year mm-hmm. that that okay. lasted, and then the last one was coming out of high school, um, three year long stepping into adulthood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Right on. And uh, was there were there any of those ones that had only uh, positive in it, or did you pretty, did you give a uh, kind of a negative side to each one of them? Um. Well, when I was when I was talking about them, yeah, they, uh, there was a lot of positive. I didn't really maybe a little sarcastic. There was a little bit of sarcastic neg- negativity, <laughs> but really, I mean, I'm coming out. I come out of it thinking a lot of like. About how I messed up, okay, and the thing in the things that I did and how I needed to change, and a lot of the the other stuff just kind of fades away. Okay, um, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right on. That was, that, I really right. enjoyed that. Yeah, it was Thank really you. good. So, and Maggie's Maggie's gonna one up you, I think. No. Probably, she's got a little no. look in her eye. No. Okay. Well, I was trying to set you up. For <laughs> I don't think I need the music for mine though. No, I don't oh. think it works for mine. Um, I think, I, I think we should give it a go. I really do. I don't know. It's. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same feel though as yours is. Well, what, what do you want? Do you want some like like metalcore or something <laughs> different? That probably make more sense. But okay. Um, uh, all right. Let's let's go ahead and give it a shot. So Maggie's gonna have her turn reading, and uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So just to protect names, I've decided to change um, the names to to protect the innocent. To, pr- to protect. The innocent. 
Um, I've, just, I've, I've decided to change the names to names that are famous names of television. Okay. So we're going to start with Fonzie. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, wow. You said this was serious. Well, it is, but... I may have started the musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's like a three and a half minute song. You've got some time. Go. So, okay. And this... Okay. This one was from my freshman and sophomore year. Dear Fonzie, uh, thank you for making me laugh till I pee. Your impression and skills made me brave enough to start harnessing that skill myself. Being silly gave me confidence. You were fun. Sorry to have ended things so abruptly, but thank you for teaching me that I don't have to settle for things I don't agree with. This was the beginning of standing up for my convictions. Regardless, you are a gen genuinely caring and awesome person, and it was a good year. That was Fonzie. That was Fonzie. <laughs> That was my first serious boyfriend. Uh, junior year. This is Dexter. Okay. This is Dexter. Nice. From Dexter's laboratory or the murderer? The murderer. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Dear Dexter, thanks for teaching me that relationships are best born out of good friendships. Thanks for introducing me to some stellar music, which has influenced me from then on, and for teaching me to play guitar and be a musician. Thank you for being a legitimate boyfriend and putting the time in and dedication. I'm sorry for being so downright mean and for ending things the way I did. Despite the way it ended, you taught me that I deserve to be loved the right way. Thanks for that. Right. The murderer. The murderer. <laughs> and this one's Homer. <clears throat> <laughs> Dear Homer. From the Iliad and the Odyssey? Well, no. TV. So. Oh, that's right. Dear Homer, <laughs> thanks for showing me Portland and forcing me to try new foods and getting me out of my box. Thank you for your musical influence and the finer things, those are in quotes. Sorry for hanging on longer than I should have, um, but you are a reminder that I need um, time with a partner, that I shouldn't be an afterthought, and that we should be on the same page. Um, you show me that being opposites is okay, but not when it comes to the foundations of what I believe in. You taught me not to settle and to really know what was value to me and my future and a husband. That ended up nice. It did. Whoa, that, that was, was. kind of cool. <clears throat> it's like a resolution. Those wow. are my. Those are my three. My three main. I had a lot of little, little yeah. two weekers, three right. weeker relationships, but these are like the three solid high school. Relationships. I, I never had like an adult dating relationship because mm -hmm. Mikey was pretty shortly after I graduated. So, yeah. and I was there for two too. Though you were, yeah. That was pretty. That was pretty good. So for Dexter and Homer. And so, what was the longest relationship out of those? Did you already say that? I'm sorry. Um, the longest one was Homer. A little bit, a little bit longer than than Dexter. Oh, and who came right after Homer? Um, Superman. Oh, Superman. <laughs> wow, yeah, another TV you. star. That guy's cool. Where did I fit into that? You're Superman. Um, I thought yeah, I'd be like Robin. Yeah, okay, fine. Whatever. Well, good. Was that what? me, Superman's friend who has no powers? Huh? Oh, never mind. Oh, all right. Well, you're in the Justice League, so you're so you're Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, you were gonna get me Aquaman. Jamie, you're Aquaman. Who wants to be Aquaman? I'm okay. Everybody. I'm okay being brand new Aquaman, yeah. not like. 
cartoon Aquaman that was like a blonde haired dude. It's like calling some, somebody like, Batman, but referring he's to he's a blonde haired dude in rubber pants. I'm just not. I'm not doing that. Zaz. All right. Okay, is it my turn to go? Yes, and then we'll, we'll ask some all around questions. I think so. I'm gonna control music and try and talk here. So. Dear sophomore and junior year in high school, girlfriend, thank you for being my first love and for showing me what a long-term commitment looks like. I'm sorry for the amount of jealous anger I put off on you and for not ever trusting you. Through my relationship with you, I learned how damaging jealousy can be. Dear first college girlfriend, thank you for being fun and spontaneous. I learned how to manage a relationship long distance. I'm sorry for not being faithful to you and not being man enough to ever own up to you about it. And I'm sorry for breaking your heart. Through my relationship with you, I learned my own limits with temptations and how to keep myself in check and accountable. Dear last relationship before Maggie, your relationship was tough for me. I was rarely happy because of how controlling and jealous you were. My relationship with you taught me that a person who wants to distance me from my friends and family is not worth being in a relationship with. However, my biggest thank you of all, my past relationship, does go out to you. If it weren't for you, I might never have broken up with my first college girlfriend, whom I was dead set on marrying, and then never married the person that I was meant to be with. The end. Oh. Mine was like the serious one. Yeah. So. You got a really good I thought mine was serious, but yours is like... Yep. That's where I thought we were going with it. I feel so, like so. I feel like I feel like I may have, it, maybe I let everybody off too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I want, oh, I want to put a caveat going. to mine. Ooh. I believe that I said jars of Jupiter. You did say jars of Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I not a wondering. thing. Mike and I looked at each other. Oh my like, gosh! Mm. Well, it was still good, Jamie. I, I knew what you meant. Instead yeah. of drops, that relationship was yeah. so impactful that it was that it was jars. Yeah. So did did everybody experience though within that? Because I mentioned one of mine. Um, you know, I, I I broke someone's heart. Mm-hmm. Have each have each of you been responsible for the heartbreaking of another yes. person? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sucks. It, it sucks really to sucks. be the one. To, now, okay, okay. Before well, I I do want to ask you. You can think about this. Is it is it worse to ha- to break someone else's heart? Or to be on the reciprocating end of that. To have your heart broken by somebody else. I'll be honest, I've never had my heart broken. I mean, I'm not saying that I never got dumped or I've never been broken up with. <laughs> but I, if I'm looking at all my relationships, like with Fonzie, I ended up calling it. Mm-hmm. And then with Dexter, I definitely called it and I was not nice about it. And then Homer, it was a mutual breakup. So basically... I would have to be the one to break your heart then for it to happen mm-hmm. to you. Okay. Was that, Please don't. Okay, what, I won't. Was, <laughs> did I cause a remote catalyst in the last one ending via information which I shared with you? Um, no. No? Uh, wait, the very last one? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Mikey, that was all Mikey my was fault, a good bro. part of that, though. Okay. That was mostly my fault, so. Did you want to... But I mean bit? between the two of us, right? Like, okay, you yeah. wanted a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah. But, there it is. High okay. five. Yeah. But, so. it, but it, it definitely was a yeah. factor. Just so you know, it feels way worse to break someone else's heart. It does. It really, really I really, I yeah. really think that it does. I'll, I'll say... I still feel yucky about it. I think, I think the breaking someone else's heart, it hurts a lot to do that, 
but also the effects of it, I feel like, are not as long. I feel yeah. like it takes longer to obviously get over your own feeling mm-hmm. of heartbreak. Yeah. So it drags on more when it's your heart being broken. Yeah. But initially it hurts more to see the effects think, of breaking someone else's heart. I think it, it took me longer to see the effects. Yeah. My, with me. Like, I... Yeah. With Dexter. I think that I think that what I did in, in, in mine, I guess, like, like serious moment, you know, I had... Um, I had wronged somebody else and I knew that I had, and I, and I wasn't, I wasn't brave enough to own up to it. Mm -hmm. And so instead I just dumped her. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, I think we were both on the same path. We thought like we were in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a, I mean, this is a good friend of Maggie's. So, so I think she, she's aware, you know? And so it was, again, it was one of those things where that's what probably for me, breaking someone else's heart hurt, hurt the most. And I don't expect any pity for it because I was totally in the wrong, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, I still feel bad about that. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, and I mean, I've had yeah. similar situations where, like, m- my five-year gap in serious relationships led to a lot of, like, one-off, you know, dating situations. And, like, you guys know, you never met any of them. You knew that I was, like, hanging out with girls and stuff. Right. But I would never bring them home nope. to you. And <laughs> We were Jamie's parents. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, really. Like, <laughs> if I was going to introduce them to someone, it would have been you guys. And, like, so... I still, to this day, carry on a lot of guilt from, because I was using those situations as a lot of, like, placement holders for relationships. I really, I enjoyed the cooking for someone and, like, doing special things and going on dates and and planning things. And, like, you know, there's a five-year gap there where that wasn't my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to do that. Yeah. And so I put myself in a lot of bad positions and, and probably led a lot of people on, um... For my own selfish gain. Mm. And that's something, like, as an adult, as a mature, like, man now, I I feel that guilt now. That's something yeah. that's right. set in a lot later after yeah. the fact. Yeah. And that's how it was for me for that specific relationship. I, I was really just... Yeah. I could have... It needed to end, but I didn't go about it the right way at all. Yeah. Like, I was, I was really... It was over a phone call, and it was super harsh, and mm-hmm. it was just like... Oh, my gosh. Do you, do, you, do you remember, though, being in middle school and early high school relationships begin, began and ended through a well-folded note oh. left on somebody's <laughs> desk? The, the, oh, man. Uh, yeah, the, the last relationship that Does I talked about... Check your check Yeah. Out. No, the last relationship that I talked about was kind of my last, like, high school relationship. Like, I was 20 when it ended, but you, I still... You brought it out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I still had that mentality of, like... you know, when, when you're in high school, emotions and things, they run so much deeper than they do when you're an adult. Yeah. Like... Everything is magnified. It is the mm-hmm. end of the world, like, you know, all this stuff. And so I remember being on the phone with her, and I just said, we're breaking up, aren't we? And she kind of was like... Well, we're not doing it on the phone. Hmm. And I'm like, we're not, you know, I... You wouldn't let it happen. Yeah, I'm way. like, we've been together for this long amount of time. Our relationship, even though it's ending, er, er, deserves the respect yeah, of an in-person exactly. breakup. Yeah. And so I went to her house, and I knocked on the door, and she would not open it. So I opened... Look in my eyes and tell me. So I opened the little mail slot in the door. <laughs> you, you peeped? And I was like, hey, talk to me. This is funny now, but in the moment, you were probably, like, all emotion. Oh, I was, like, yeah. mad. Yeah. yeah. And then, the boy who replaced me showed up at the same doorstep at the same time <laughs> huh. to replace me. 
Hmm. Awkward yes. moment. <laughs> you can imagine he's up on the, the porch like, hmm. So... So she answered the door for him. Oh. And I asked politely if I may have five minutes to have a conversation before he, he came what about to replace business? me. Yeah. He obliged. Um, <laughs> Wait, where's the music? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But... Cue it up. Cue it up. <laughs> it's going to be way too late now. Um, but... Yeah, so it, it it was a disaster. Like looking back on it, it was ridiculous. I even brought a sack of like the things that that I had from what, her. What things were you doing? Uh, well, so here's another thing. I had uh, I'd, I'd known for a little while that things weren't going well, and so I planned a little special date for the two of us. And uh, in the, the little Safeway sack that I had, I had flowers and sparkling cider, a little picnic. Mm. But I wasn't going to be using that picnic anymore. And out of spite, I brought it over to her house and left it on her counter. It was a low point in my life. <laughs> you left empty-handed. No sack. No sack. Mm. And that was the end of Wow. My sack on the <laughs> I'm glad you, you you bounced back though. You seem like you're in a in a, in a oh yeah, place, I'm in a great place so now. That's good. That's good. Worth it. God rest her soul. And, um. and to be fair, to end this portion of, of my thing, I did plenty of crappy things to make her resent me. I mean, well, over the span of time. Uh, so no so, no fault. So to you, her. you okay? I was going to say. So you weren't all above board on this thing. No, no, no. I, I had my own, you know, things I didn't want to admit at the time. But yeah, well, that works. So here, uh, a couple questions for you guys. So, um, I think one thing that was kind of brought up, uh, we kind of heard repeatedly through our letters. So, of course, I mean, ex relationships, everybody has them, but I think that we've kind of found that, like, regardless of whether or not a relationship is, uh, for the most part, while we were in it, was either healthy, maybe. Or it was a damaging uh, relationship for the most part. They they all like if you can look back at it objectively, yes. would you say all of them helped you grow yes. or advance as a person, or somehow benefit the relationship that you're in now? Which we're all uh, assumably we've committed that is going to be the last one yeah. that we ever have. Yeah. yeah. So no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean those those failures, especially the bigger ones, yeah, really show you like the critical errors <laughs> that you can possibly take on to. To your other relationships. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think also, we talked about heartbreak a little bit. When you cause that heartbreak in someone, I think it brings to life the magnitude of how your actions affect Mm -hmm. another person. And once you find that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you never want to cause that amount of pain to them. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a huge wake-up call to say, and I have to, I I have to remind myself this all the time because I want to, I, you know, I just want to like spurt out stuff in anger and I have to remember like she is a human being she is a person she is someone's daughter she is you know like do I want to inflict what I can right now verbally and so it's it's a lesson learned it's like I messed up and I caused that pain to someone else right and I don't want to bring that into my marriage so that's good that's good I think each each of my relationships just Set me, set me further up for what I wanted in a husband. Sure. Um, yeah. Especially by the last one, I, I realized that like <clears throat> we are not on the same page at all. Like yeah. we are, we he, he didn't share the same faith. He didn't. It was 
he had different priorities. He had different goals. Right. I didn't like him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he had different goals. He just had like you know a whole, a whole different path ahead of him. Sure. And I was I was like I'm ready to settle down mm-hmm. and like. Just, and you were 18. I was 18. I was very young. Um, and so no fault to him at all. Like that's what he wanted, okay. and I I'm you know I, right. I'm glad for that. Um, but it helped me realize like we just. We just, right. we just aren't going to work. And then you fell into my lap and it was like, oh. I, I pursued pretty hard. Before. I didn't like Monkey at the beginning either. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't, didn't. Like, I didn't like you either, brother. I was I, so suspicious of you. I was suspicious of me. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I, yeah and, who's this Jamie? And I was Why like, are you hanging out with him all the time? Well, and I'm, I'm me like. Me and Jamie would go shopping right Yeah, as, like, as, as soon as Maggie's like, so Jamie, are you still with Jamie, right now? Jamie and I are going shopping. I'm like, mm, that brother probably bats for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he's no threat to you. Um, so yeah, but it might I showed you. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're still hanging around. Yeah. Uh anyway. Um <laughs> so I would say the same thing though, Maggie. My my previous relationships, I think each one of them, and that's why I tried to point out in my letters, like led me to something that 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 helped me through a part of our relationship in the sense of like mm-hmm. first 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 relationship was like, okay, this is what it looks like to to commit to someone for more than three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Right? Second relationship taught long distance to me and, and yeah. what, what, what the, how to manage through that. Cause there was a healthy part of that long distance and you and I shared that too. And then there was also, again, being, being long distance and, and knowing what, what my triggers are as a person, what causes me to trip up and stumble. And then, then the last relationship helped me, you know, get out of the way. Like, okay, the woman that I find is not going to try and hold me back from, from my mom or my friends that I've had for my entire life or yeah. try and dominate my time. And so and also, uh, early jealousy was able to kick aside for the most part. It wasn't entirely gone by the time we got together. But I think that, that like, asks the larger question, right? So we're all in this room sitting at this table. We're all Christians. We all hold to Christian morals and standards for the most part and stuff like that. Question for you, though, especially because, you know, you, you and Daniel will have children someday. Maggie and I have boys that are, that are growing up. As an adult, would you encourage a teenager to date? Before they get married. Because I think there's probably some very conservative Christians that would say, nope, just don't explore that. Save it all. Because if you date, if you're going out with someone, it should be for the end game of marriage. And I think we all dated someone younger than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, before we were Might ready for that in our yeah. life, yeah. right? So would you, and I'm asking directly, would you encourage like a 13 or 14 year old to say, hey, within the next year or two, just get out there a little bit. Have some, have some relationships, you know, with people. And uh, and see where that goes. I think it's. I think it's, is it healthy? It's a it's a tricky question because, on one side, if I could look back at myself in retrospect, mm-hmm. I wish I could tell myself, Maggie, you don't need a boyfriend. Hmm. And that was like my biggest thing. I wanted to be with somebody all uh-huh. the time. That's why. Like, Same here. I had my fillers in between these big ones. You know, I had like I had to have something. You know, and mm-hmm. and I placed my value in having a boyfriend. Yeah. And. So <clears throat> I think, I think if my, if my kids could look at it as like in a different way, I don't know. I, I, I feel that that's not going to be the case because we are their parents. Right. They're going to be, they're going to be girl crazy. Uh-huh. Both of them are, I'm sure. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. But, um, but I do agree with, with the notion of what we just, what described, you know, mm-hmm. like I would not know what my standards are without setting a bar somewhere in the right. beginning. And working, you know, working right. toward what what I need in a husband. Right. If if I if I was your first boyfriend when you were eighteen, when we actually did get together, and that was it, 
Right. There's a good chance that that well, that may not have survived. Well, imagine like just finding the first person that you know you you connect with and just deciding, <clears throat> well, this is this is it. This is the person I should marry. Right. And I feel like there there would be a lot of unhealthy situations if that was the case. True. I don't know. What do you think, Jim? I I don't know if 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 I if I can take anything from my personal experiences, I would just say I think it, that my experiences have taught me that something that I'm gonna drill home with my children is self-respect and self-worth because I feel like I was personally lacking in a lot of those, Mm -hmm. which caused me to fill that void Hmm. with, Hey, I've got this girlfriend right? and she really likes me. That's a good point. And like, and it also, you know, it it caused me to even further than that say, she really likes me. I probably don't need to treat her that great. Like she'll be around. Gotcha. You know, she she really likes me. And so if anything, it's taught me like, I need to instill that in, in my children in, in saying, Hey, you are worthy and the people around you are worthy and they are people and treat them with respect and treat mm-hmm. yourself with respect. Um, I didn't have that drilled into me. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, I think it caused me to go down a lot of like negative paths. Right. Whereas if I had had that, I think I still would have had relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's good because it, sh- it does show you what I want, what I don't want. Um, what, what you are worth and, you know, um, but they would have been healthier. Right. They wouldn't have been from a negative standpoint of me trying to fulfill something that was missing in me. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I think, I think we're both of our kids. I think I, I would say yes. I mean, I'm making, I haven't established an age, but at a certain age, I'm okay with them, with them having girlfriends or or dating uh, in high school. I think it's, I think it's normal. I think it's healthy and I think it's, I think it's beneficial the, the pieces of advice that I would probably hand out, because this is my biggest issue that I had, is don't attach yourself to somebody so hard that you don't do anything yeah. else. Because just kind of what you said, right? Like, like I, 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 I missed out on yeah. that goofballing around with my buddies. I did some of it, but I missed out on a lot of it because I was yeah. so emotionally drained all the time by, by the relationships that I had. Mm-hmm. And I had friends that were just living life and just having a ton of fun. And I look back and go, okay, if I could do it all over again... I would have still dated, but I would definitely not have been so serious about it when I was 15 years old, 16 years old, yeah. you know, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I think that the other thing that, that, that is, is still true, and this may be a little bit of the conservativeness coming out, is just to tell my boys, like, remember, especially when they're 15, 16, 17, or whenever, but remember that, that who you are dating right now could be somebody else's future wife. Yeah. So you right now are, are, potentially setting steps for the rest of that person's life. You, the things you do with that person now are, are either uh, affecting positively or maybe taking things away from, yeah. from their mm-hmm. future spouse someday. And that's probably the other guys. I mean, I, I, I do, I, I have pieces of other people that, mm-hmm. that, you know, and that's so. it. I mean, that's exactly it. I, I, I try and look back on these relationships fondly because they were a chapter of my life, yeah. regardless of right. whether they ended well or, you know, whatever they were a huge portion. Like, First one was a year long. The second one was a year long. The third one was a year and a half long. It's like mm-hmm. these were. This was my youth, right? Yeah. And so I, 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 I try and look to that as a, a good time. Well, in it, my life, to me, like the thing that speaks volumes, and we'll wrap this up because I'm, I mean, you're good. Um, but the thing that speaks volumes is if I had treated those people the correct way, mm-hmm. those relationships still wouldn't have succeeded. But I wouldn't feel the need to avoid them, the people, when I see them 
now as an adult. Yeah. Mm. And I still feel that. Okay. I've, I've run into a couple of them in real life, and I, I turn the other way. Right. Or yeah. I try to avoid it. Mm. And there's, which to me automatically means like there's shame that I still yeah. carry yeah. about right. that situation. Um, and someone who you spent like three years of your life with, you should be able to come up to in public and say, hey, how have you been? Right. Yeah. What's going on? Especially with someone you were. How's your family? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like you're you know, 17 you've got a kid, at the time. You, you're married. Like, how's right. that going? Yeah. You know, I'm happy for you. And I think that that's something that like, if I'm going to close out and say anything, I think that we can all come from a standpoint and say, we're happy for, for, yeah. for these people that were in our lives for the time that they were. You know, there's not that animosity or anger or anything that the, those last words that we might right. have said to you. You know, we genuinely want for your happiness. And, and I can say that for, for all of them. So, right. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. All right. So, who is ready to up, say? Are we doing three? Of- who? Well, who's, do, do we have to do one first. at a time. Okay. I was going to say. literally just gave me a drop. Oh, did you I thought more we were going to just. Each. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. No, it's good. I'm a little bit. No, no, no. We got to try them here. So, uh, yeah. So we have again. We've got balls. Oh gosh. Yoo-hoo, and some Liz Blizz, or what was it used to be called back in the day? Lizard Blizzard. Soby. So Soby. again, this is just a reminder, everybody, in case Soby you didn't Lizard. tune in for for episode one. It's kind of like a back in my day feature where we go through some some nostalgic things from when we were kids. They're probably still in production, but they were targeted to us specifically in the younger years of our life. And we go back and we uh, test them out, whether it's food, drink, or a toy, or something like that, and then say we so think it's... So you don't have to. Yes. <laughs> whether it's, it was like poison testing. And decide if it should stay in the past or... If it's still relevant, right? Still re- okay. It's, okay, so is balls... So balls is something that you are Oh, so uh, it's not alcoholic. Yeah, no, it's not alcoholic. No, then you wouldn't have had it nostalgically yeah. when you well, were 13, I'm just maybe. saying, some kids... Today we're trying wine coolers. <laughs> That's right. Um... <laughs> No, so this is something that a lot of my friends who, it's clear. you know, you'd have LAN parties and you'd be hanging out till 2, 3 in the morning, you'd be drinking this. Mm. And it was one of the first, like, really crazy energy drinks. Right. I've never had it, but Here let's we go. Are it. you going to dink it? <laughs> Tap it and trap it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's Satan's piss. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say quite that. It's kind of like Sprite it a little like bit. It tastes like Sprite flat. It's, it's like Sprite It's flat. almost like Sprite and bubble gum mixed together. Like there's yes. a little bit of bubble gum in I'm there. I'm getting that. I'm getting... What is it called though? It's Guarana, which I think is some it's, sort it, of... Um, I mean, that's in like isn't that a root? Red Bowl too and stuff. Isn't it's like some a, sort of root or it's something? It's an energy thing. Yeah. Okay, finish it off and pour some Yoohoo in your that's glass. Not, that's not pleasant. It's not, no, it's not. And you're getting... It's almost... Well, I opened it a little bit. It's very akin to the glucose drink that I had to drink when I was pregnant. Yeah. Mm, That sounds palatable. Did you shake this beforehand? Nope. Are you supposed to? Yeah, it says shake it. Oh, Um, well then. Go ahead and shake it up, Jane. So, so, okay, so overall, um, I think that balls is... Do we want to rate it from 1 to 10, 10 being the best? I'm just saying that the balls is better left in the past. Yeah. That's Uh all. Some other kids can drink it. Look at that dark, rich Oh, here, maybe you need to give me a little bit more then, because mine mine looks like diarrhea water. Uh, Give me some you, James. Just, just it's all right. There we go. I'll just, I'll slam the whole thing. It's like a half of a glass too. That's well, crazy. I had to give you more because you had. It's all right. You got to offset it. There we go. Well, right. a little bit more than that. All right. That's good. So this is going to be you who with a little bit of balls because <laughs> it, we didn't clean out our glasses. So all right, all right. right. Clink it and sink it. There we go. Infinitely better than the first one. Still you who. It's chocolate water. 
Well, yours was the top bit That's, of water that didn't get No, it know, tastes like chocolate says, water. The fact that it says on the front of the bottle, chocolate drink. It's like pasteurized this, this doesn't cheese, need to be product. cheese product or something. It's 99% uh, fat-free. Caffeine-free. So and gluten-free. What is the base, then? It's, it's is 1% it okay. Uh, do you want me to go through the... Uh, no, I, do not do Just not tell me go the first two ingredients. Water. Uh-huh. Corn syrup. Oh. Whey. Hmm. Two percent cocoa. Two, okay. I'm so just interested really in the ingredients. So. Anyway, all right, well, finish it up, guys. Good to know. Finish it up. We got to move on. Oh, but I would say, like okay. I would I would say, for me personally, YooHoo, it's still relevant. It's not the first go-to if I want a chocolate beverage. I'm probably just going to go chocolate milk or a mocha or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, but it's not it's not disgusting. It's not and Jamie's going to happily take it home and probably chug it on the way home. Oh, so. probably. Go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> Get All some right. get some lizard gizzard in your. Oh man, okay. Lizard so gizzard. I'm automatically biased to this because it is pina colada, and oh. I hate pineapple. Well, let's go. I want to. I want to get a reaction. And I'm surprised so, that's the right. soda you picked, James. Well, well I knew you liked it. Well, that, you poured it I over the top of Yuhu, and so tiny, it changed tiny bit, color. Tiny, that's good. That's All good. right, it's like tan. <laughs> so Maggie, this you said this was your personal favorite well, soda. My first, my, my personal favorite was the lizard fuel, but this was my second. Okay, I I love Sobe. So here we go. Do it for the podcast. Sobe, clink it, sing it. Jamie's Jamie's retching basically. Yeah, it's still good. Oh wow! I actually really enjoy that. Could you? I still love it. I still. It's one of those beverages. It tastes like the color in which it is. It tastes like white. Like chalky white. No, uh, so uh, just so everybody knows, Jamie's mortal enemy food is pineapple. We, if you tuned oh, in for yeah. season one, you're probably well aware. But it's pineapple. Are you going to go back for more? No, I'm just looking. Oh, at you're it. just I'm, analyzing, I'm analyzing the Well, situation. to be fair, you have a little okay. bit of balls and a little bit of you in there. <laughs> so, I, I think they might have helped. I don't think so. They so I, I, I would say on this, this actually may I think it would be really good with some like hard alcohol in it. Like maybe oh, some like, like pineapple vodka yeah, or, some blended, or something could, like that. Yeah. You could maybe make that into a blended like a drink. Blended. And I yeah. might, I might be more yeah. tempted toward it. I would, I would That's definitely, I would definitely go back for seconds of that. Um, I, there's probably a ton of sugar in it. Though. Oh, it's so like sweet. like headache amount. But of sugar. Yeah. but to be That's fair, the old person in to be talking. fair, it's actual sugar. It's not corn syrup. Yeah. Oh, bravo, Sobe. So right. filtered water. Yeah, condensed skim milk. All right. I would say the Sobe's still very relevant. I'm not going to go get it first on a shelf, but. It was it, good. It, it was seriously. I feel like I was fourteen again just now. It just took you back, so, right? Transform you. I always got the really boring soapy, the uh, orange carrot one. Oh yeah, oh, that was that a good one. one too. It was I actually that one really all the time. good. That was yeah, that was really. It, it does make me sad though that it's not in a glass bottle anymore. It's in a plastic. Yeah, bottle. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Anyway. Well, cool. I think we were, we did a well-rounded episode here, guys. Yeah, this is probably fun. a good place to to just drop the mic and do a walk off. Don't drop these mics though. Okay. Should we end with um with with some sweet piano tunes? That's where I was going with I it. Think that's so, great. all right. Thank you for listening to the Middle Earth Podcast episode two. We hope you enjoyed your time that you've spent with us as much as we've enjoyed spending it with you. Godspeed to all of you and have a pleasant, pleasant evening. Thank <laughs> you.